Welcome to Will It Game, the podcast about creating crappy board games from one board family. I'm your host, Ryan Gatowski, joined as always by Rick White. And you know, our tech, not my technology failed me. I, you know, tried to be funny with our first take and we had to do a second take. So I don't even have anything funny to say for this one. I just, I don't even know. Uh, well, what I could do is I could describe what the first take was in excruciating detail and hopefully people will laugh. So let me get, okay. So yeah, I said, yeah, it's hey, like when you weren't there, for, you, you know, you'd laugh if yeah. you were there kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll just explain it real quick. So I said, Hey, Rick is on the line. Okay. Rick says, Oh, hello. And he acted like he was calling a pizza place, but got connected to the podcast. And so I said, Oh, the old accidentally getting connected to a podcast Anyway. Yeah, yeah. People are loving it. it. You know, if funny. people haven't turned off the podcast yet, uh, we're doing all right. It was good. It was good. Anyway, we have a guest judge, Mark Spector. How are you doing, sir? I am fantastic and craving pizza. Oh, excellent. Mark, you are the owner of Grand Gamers Guild and uh, creator of such games as Endangered and Pocket Ops. How are you doing? Fantastic. Uh, it's been a good night. I'm excited to record with you guys and be a you know, judge, jury, and executioner of your off-the-cuff design ideas. Yes, yes. So, Mark, uh, tell us about what you've been up to. Uh, Endangered actually has just shipped recently this past uh, during the summer. And so what have you been up to lately? What's, what's sure. new in your world? Sure. So Endangered was a challenging campaign, uh, but we did fulfill it. Uh, just a couple months ago, and it has met rave reviews, so much so uh, that the the most critical feedback we're getting is people want more content. And so I rejiggered the schedule and moved endangered new species up to the front, and we'll be kickstarting that on Tuesday, August 11th, most likely at 9 a.m., that's really cool. So we're going to uh, we're going to be pitching you some games, and you're going to t- talk a little about this uh, new project hitting Kickstarter. Are you ready to be the judge today? I, I was born ready. Excellent, excellent. So you what, what are the, the qualifications theme? to be born ready? Like how does how does that work? Like you came out with a gavel. Is that kind of how it ha- happens? Mm. Or a like... gavel in one hand and a pair of dice in the other. Oh, there oh, we go. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Why don't we have a gavel on our, uh, like, as our podcast logo? I got to rethink this podcast logo now. Jeez. Mm, Yeah. Anyway, making me think, making me think. So before we start this pitch, uh, Mark, as you probably know, as a listener of the podcast, we have been asking uh, people random questions from a list of 250 uh, questions that we pulled off the interwebs. Are you ready for that question? I don't know that I'm ready for that question, but lay it on me nonetheless. Who is a celebrity that you think shouldn't be famous? Who is a celebrity that you think shouldn't be famous? Oh, that is wonderfully easy. Um, I have a whole category of celebrity who mm. shouldn't be famous. That category is Kardashian. Oh. So you can put any name in front of that surname, and you've created a list of people who shouldn't be famous. Excellent. Excellent. I think we would probably agree with that. I, I, I'll yeah. go with you on that one. Good. All right, Mark. So you have chosen the uh, hot theme of Stranger Things for us to develop board games around. So um, I'm excited about this because we haven't had, I, I don't think we have IP, uh, you know, uh, 
pitches very often on here. We usually attach things to our game. So this will be a fun one. So, um, Rick, would you like me to go first? Yes, please. All right. So mine, uh, I can't think of a better game formula than Betrayal at the House on the Hill merged with Stranger Things. The map is more than just a mansion. First of all, Mark, are you familiar with Betrayal? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, you'll get this. Okay. And if you're not familiar with Betrayal, just look it up on the internet. The map is more than a mansion. It's a miniature map of downtown Hawkins. The map starts with a main strip with buildings that can be explored. When a player walks through the door of a building, tiles are pulled off of the stack, which means that the map will be totally different every time you play the game. Some buildings are going to have a couple rooms. Some buildings are going to be a single room. And then some buildings will actually just kind of branch out and become its own little world. Players are looking for weapons, clues to what is happening in the town, and can even get allies to team up with. Um, Like Betrayal, at some point in the game, a Betrayer will be revealed. So as you're sitting around playing with your four, five, six players that you're playing with, at some point, the Betrayer will be revealed by a roll of dice that meet a certain qualification. This will be the person in the group that is being possessed by the Mind Flayer. This player gets a book uh, giving the specifics on how to win and special objectives. And then it's basically determined by what building the player is in and what clues are revealed and who rolled the dice and things like that. As the betrayer is revealed, another member of the team is given special connections to the Mind Flayer. The player is given a deck of oversized abstract cards, and this player cannot talk the remainder of the game. They take turns just like normal, just like the rest of the people in their party, but they also get to reveal a card that will help the team find the Mind Flayer's weakness, because they know. The game will have about 30 scenarios, it will have throwbacks to moments in the show, the game supports up to six players, and is optimum with four to six. And that is Betrayal in Hawkins. I think it dovetails very well with what uh, Stranger Things has going on from season to season. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I usually, you know, where Rick calls me out very often on uh, stealing from other games, I'm just telling you, it's it's just betrayal with a, a fresh coat of paint, some new mechanics. You know, I'm not trying to pull the wool over your eyes, Mark. You know, I appreciate that. And, and they've done it to themselves with Betrayal of Baldur's Gate. So, you know, you're just exactly. ending the life of the franchise with a hot IP. Yeah. And, and just recently, just this past week, Betrayal uh, with the Mystery Mansion with uh, Scooby-Doo in the game. Yes, that is true. Yeah. Yep. Listen, let's not celebrate Ryan's ripping stuff off. I mean, again, now we're just trying to put it in the light by making it more direct. He's like, oh, you know, you should give me props for doing it now because I told you I was doing it. Let's not right. let's not do that. <laughs> uh, we, can, we can work to not do that by listening to your pitch and, you know, having you beat his to a pulp. That's true. That's true. Rick, do you want to uh, throw your pitch out there? Yeah. I mean, if we're all ready for it, um, I, I've, I've got it ready to go. Um, Mark, now... you're welcome to keep your questions to the end or you can ask him now for me. No, your pitch is pretty clear. I think I think okay, I get good, it. Good. I guess the only thing I do I did mm-hmm. was hoping to hear as I trip over mm-hmm. my own words yeah. is there a uh, is there a building that represents the laboratory? Is that one of the um, sort of See, adjunct that's... worlds and stuff? 
Yeah, so that's the hard part because orig- my original idea was that it was going to be the school, but then I'm like, the school is just kind of like it's it's kind of a one one note thing. The downtown, there's a lot of variety you could put in there, and there's not a lot of lore about the downtown area. So I almost wonder if we could do some double sided uh, uh, cards, so that maybe one is the laboratory and then one is downtown or something like that, or maybe a couple different settings. Depends on how costly this is, but yeah, you know, triple sided tiles. I think that's what you got to go with. Triple sided tiles. There you go. Well, well, that third side is in the upside down. So, you know, well, yeah, yeah. So one of the, one of the ideas actually that I, I should have written in here, but one of my ideas was actually that there would be a, um, upside down deck that was uh, very small, probably six tiles, but there's going to be a specific tile that rolls out. It could roll out in the beginning of the game, later in the game, or never roll out at all. And it, it would basically be an area where they can cross over into the upside down and have almost like a mini map that is available. Um, but it would just be a normal tile that would be part of part of the scenery. It would just have almost like a, like a hole, a black hole that you go into. So. All right. Well, All right. well, obviously, like you said, you know, um, you don't have a lot of questions because I mean, you've played betrayal at house on the Hill. So, I mean, how many questions could you have? Um, if you're going to straight up rip off a game, Ryan, anyway. Um, so, <laughs> Before we start, I must say that I don't think there's any chance we could make something as amazing as the Ego game that's already been published. I mean, that mm-hmm. is totally where I, sh- you know, if it didn't exist, that's probably the exact game I would be pitching right now. But oh well, um, I'll, I'll give it a shot here. Now, it, it, you know, for many people, you know, if you watched, I haven't rewatched the seasons in a while. I generally just binge them in like three days and then never watch them again. So it's been a while since I've seen season two, but that doesn't mean that I've forgotten everyone's favorite pet slash killer demon dart. And while most oh, yeah. people understand the dangers of keeping a pet demigorgon around, there are some out there who would love to have a whole heap of them. And that's fine. Um, it's just that those people probably shouldn't be allowed to vote. Um, in my little dart, which is the name of my game, you're going to be trying to capture raise and not die from little demigorgons. The game is card uh, card based and feels a little like Coloretto with some elements of Cat Lady. So there will be a layout of groups of cards with each uh, having two parts to it. One set from the pet deck includes the things that you'll need to take, you'll need to care for your uh, demigorgons. Uh, Ghost traps to capture them, uh, three musketeers bars to lure them, and of course cats to feed them. Um, the other deck is the upside down deck, and this is where you'll get your demigorgons, but it's also where you might unleash terrible things that will negatively impact you or other players. So each group of cards starts with one card from each of the decks. On your turn, you can add a card to one of the groups of uh, one of the pet decks for free. So you've got groups of cards, like I said, you can add a card to one of those groups from the pet deck for free. If you want to push your luck, though, and add more cards from the pet deck to that group, you'll have to draw an upside-down card to add to that group. If you ever have matching upside-down cards in that group, then your turn is over, that group of cards is eliminated, and you'll have to pay a card from your hand that matches one of the cards that was just eliminated. If you make it safely through, though, you'll take all the cards, uh, both from the pet and upside-down deck, and add them to your hand. 
um, your pet cards and you'll put the dart or the demigorgon cards down in front of you as like your pets. Um, and then you'll add cards from the pet deck to power them up, whether it be food or toys or whatever you've got. Um, and then upside down cards in your hand, if you play them in the right combination, you can do things that will negatively impact your opponents. Um, you'll play until um, one of the decks of cards runs out and the player with the most points wins. And that is my little dart. That is um, th- that is definitely a thread from the Stranger Things tapestry that I did not expect to be pulled uh, for this uh, for this event. I am. I like I deep am... cuts, man. I like deep cuts. Seriously, <laughs> until you said something, I, I yeah, season two is probably the season that would best be forgotten. Um, I, I think most people agree with that. Not that it was bad, just that it was uh, the worst of the three that are out there. Right. Yeah. I, I was almost planning on doing. Um, uh, well, for a half second, I thought of doing a game called The Cougar, where um, Nancy's mom uh, goes around and tries to pick up lifeguards. But I oh thought my. that might be too much. <laughs> so yeah, um, and either that or doing a game based around Eleven's weird sister that you find in season two that you never hear from again. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, uh, if you'd asked me about that independent of your comment, I would have said, what? I don't remember that at all. <laughs> oh, man, that's good stuff. All right, Mark, you got any questions for Rick's game? No, I have to admit that um, my unfamiliarity with uh, Cat Lady and what was the other game you mentioned, Rick? Colorado. Colorado. Yeah, that's definitely something that's missing from my gaming resume. Has me a little um, not totally understanding the mechanics of it. Um, but but I see what you're getting at, you know, you know, in terms of the, the meta of, of the overall game. So, no, I, yeah. I think... Um, I think I get it, and I think I'm, you know, ready to, to render my all-knowing judgment. Okay, let me, I, I, this is unprecedented. This is an unprecedented move. But let me throw out to Rick that I think the tie-in with Colorado and Cat Lady is really solid. I like the idea of collecting things that you're going to have to feed your Demogorgon, that, the little baby Demogorgon that you're going to have in front of you. Very interesting. I would almost like to see Cat Lady rethemed as a how to care for your Demi Gorgon baby. Yeah, Demi Gorgon Lady. I think I think we can go with that. Demi Gorgon Lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I would definitely. That would make my Halloween uh, playlist easily. So. Oh yeah. Well, that was unprecedented. As a listener yeah. to the show, I don't think um, you guys spend more time taking jabs at each other. I don't think I've ever heard of. Yeah, like I'm uncomfortable. A... I, I don't know what Ryan's up to, but um, I don't <laughs> think I like it. He immediately hangs up. He's like, I can't do this. So, yeah. So, he, might, he might be trying to butter up the judge. That's true. That's true. Okay, so here's here's what I'm going to say. Um, I'm really intrigued by the betrayal at house on betrayal at, at Hawkins idea, mm-hmm. um, especially as someone could somehow figure out how to make that third tile side and make it all work out. Um, <laughs> you know, I think there's definitely room there for um, some mucking about with the tiles to convert them into the upside down and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, but if I'm being honest, my experiences with Betrayal at House on the Hill have not been positive ones. Um, oh. I've had a good enough time with it, but it's not a good enough time for me to ask to play it again. It's more like I'm with a group of people and they mm-hmm. want to play it. And I'm just on for the, along for the ride. Um, gotcha. Uh, definitely not my kind of game. Unfortunately, you didn't know that going into this, Ryan, but I applaud your effort. So... It is without further ado that I am going to render judgment in favor of Rick. 
and Demogorgon, my pet Demogorgon game. Yes, wonderful. I almost feel a little guilty because I'm fairly certain that I gave it to Rick last time, like 99% certain. I was hoping to, you know, balance the scales there. But um, it's okay. No one else does. I will tell you, I think Rick's was a lot, a lot more, a lot cleaner um, of a pitch. I like the idea of, I see, see the betrayal at the house on the hill. um, The way that all comes together, I've had such good experiences with it. Mm. And now, you know, that's one of those games where when you talk to somebody like I've, I've got some friends that they had a really bad experience with it, struggled with the rule book didn't work out and they probably will never play the game again. Meanwhile, our very first experience was fantastic, epic craziness un- unraveled during the game. And so like I've had so many good experiences that I would, I would definitely try out a rethemed betrayal at the house on the hill. You know? Oh, don't get me wrong. I would absolutely try it. I, I'm yeah. in, but, um, but for pitch wise, yeah, I had to go the other direction. Maybe yep, what we'll do totally. is we'll create, we'll kind of go the the dark tower route and spend tons of money to create a board device that we can flip over that allows mm. you to play in the upside down. So all the tiles are double sided, and then if it's your turn and you're in the upside down, you flip the whole thing. I think that's what we're going to go with, and we'll charge two hundred dollars. Okay. What about <laughs> this? The 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 um uh, the tiles have an ink on them that are black light activated. When you play the game using a black light, it has different pathways, different entrances and exits and different activities, different things. All right, never mind. You win that, that, that actually, if you'd have put that as part of your initial pitch, pulled it over because the, that that does prohibit you from playing it in certain areas. Like you can't play that game in a hotel room because you'll throw up. Um, and so you, 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 you're very limited in your scope. That's true. That's true. And plus, enough, like, that, that, would, uh, that would be amazing. Yeah. Does it come with the black light? Or does it have a bulb with it? Like that's, that's the weird. Yes. If we're going Kickstarter, you're going, we have to have a, a, a level that includes a black light. That's what we got to do. That's, yeah. true. that's true. Well, if you've ever played Seafall, um, Seafall, oh, um, spoilers. Uh, it's fine. Nobody's, came... nobody's playing it. Nobody's yeah. playing it. It's fine. You, you came upon a little tiny black light that you shown on your cards and things like that. So it uh, it could be akin to that. So yes, it Interesting. would work to include a actual working black light with, with the game. Okay, cool. Sweet. Well, Mark, tell us, tell us about the latest expansion for Endangered. Um, it, it, we're actually airing this right before the Kickstarter launches. So why don't you tell us a little about what we can expect from the Kickstarter? Sure. So Endangered New Species is exactly that. It's going to give people uh, new animals with new challenges to play. And it allows us to look at, um, you know, the, the first two are tigers and sea otters, both mammals. So in this, we're going to have some, some other creatures, um, a fish, uh, some other mammals, uh, a predator-prey relationship, and then also some additional content, uh, more ambassadors. The celebrity role, which we never unlocked as part of the first Kickstarter, will be available. Um, right now, it's available as a print-and-play from my website. We're going to publish it in you know a nice format. Um, but if you 
like the story of protecting endangered species, if you like cooperative games, if you got your hands on endangered and are clamoring for more content, then endangered new species is the game for you. The Very expansion cool. for you, I should say. Very cool. And if you haven't checked out uh, endangered, Aaron and myself got a chance to play it in its prototype form uh, around the time of the Kickstarter, the original Kickstarter, um, and we really enjoyed it. It was a great co-op. Um, it's definitely something you should check out. Uh, I'll be sure to uh, link the preview that we did uh, during the original Kickstarter and link to the Kickstarter when it goes live on August 11th. Thanks so much for joining us, Mark. I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me and I appreciate you allowing me to talk about it. Definitely. All right. You guys check out the Kickstarter project and then also head over to oneboardfamily.com. Subscribe to this podcast in your favorite podcatcher or iTunes or whatever you subscribe to. And then follow us on social media at oneboardfamily all over the internet. So until next time, we will see you at the table. Punchboard Media, where we all bring something to the table. Pull up a chair at punchboardmedia.com.